Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Late Night Drive. My name is Ellie Schnitt. I'm Michaela. Oakland. And we're so happy to welcome you here to our late night drive. It's not late night, but it is night, and that's exciting. It's bonky. It's bonky 45 here for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. The vibes are good. Oh, my God. You guys, last... Okay, well, I guess not for Ellie. She's... <laughs> you got to get over it. I'm going to be so for real. And you can... I like, can't... I'm so so freaked out you can come back to it big bug you can come back to it in an hour it's not a cockroach there's a bug you know and there's a a really big bug though he's really big and what if he what if he i don't know despite the horrors goes elsewhere we have to slay and i find him in my bed i don't think i don't think that that's his vibe i think you've Mm -hmm. got more food laying around in the kitchen and those areas if he's gonna be led anywhere it's not gonna be your bed i think okay Slay. okay anyways well the vibes were better this week until <laughs> that moment that was really upsetting <laughs> um yeah last week was rough you guys i first of all i'm sorry sorry we didn't put out an episode <laughs> we it was okay so it was already a bad day just like not because of anything yeah. really specific no but like it was so fucking hot and we were so tired like our vibes weren't there and then we had multiple <laughs> so tech issues miserable. but mm. we like we powered through we really did we powered through all of the atrocities and then um the next day ellie opens the files to discover or was it it was probably that day it was literally that night yeah because we recorded late we decided to do a tuesday because we were like we'll just do it on tuesday yeah. i was traveling on monday the audio on hers didn't record we usually actually do record like backup audio too on Zoom, but we didn't that day because we're s- stupid, I guess. And so that's <laughs> where we where we ended up. And we were like, oh my god, we'll totally just like re-record tomorrow. We'll do it tomorrow. Tomorrow. And then comes. tomorrow came, <laughs> and we were like, mm, 
we actually just didn't say anything. It was also just like already an episode where we didn't have too much specifically important to talk <laughs> about. So the idea of like redoing it, it's it was just it was already yeah yeah. Like sometimes you know, and and this is a good lesson I think for us all. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just don't have anything to say and I really didn't especially when I'm at my parents house I think I just my brain turns off a little bit yeah and your service is so bad there it's like another layer to it (laughs) I'm sorry it's absurd that my parents live like that like I don't know how they do that the the service is so bad um and yeah I just feel like I I like don't like to answer texts or like really go on social media when I'm like at my parents house like Mm -hmm. so it's just every time I'm at my parents house something goes wrong technologically and it's just like such a bitch and a half to redo it and so anyways we love providing episodes and doing this for you guys obviously we like doing it with each other but sometimes in life and we are women in tech we and I would say we're women in STEM as well however Mm. um it's just, you know, you you can't always show up in those ways, but we're mm. brave and we're doing and we actually yeah. are very excited to record today. We've got fun stuff to talk <laughs> we about. Are. We have way more to chat about this week than we did last week. So, um mm-hmm. but but I'm mm-hmm. not letting Ellie get away with one thing and I do need to bring this back up because when I when we were together in New York, which this is I guess uh-huh. the first episode that we're putting out since oh, I yeah. left New York. Yeah. Um, we discovered, or Ellie informed me, I don't remember which one it was, that, um, your bathhouse first date was heated by crypto mining. <laughs> and that's... Okay, so the place, the, the place we went, bathhouse mm-hmm. in Williamsburg, it got exposed for using crypto mining to heat its pools. Was it like the New York Times or something? Like, did someone go undercover and... I don't, it was, I think, like, in the New York Times, but what uh, the guy sent it to me, and he's like, isn't that crazy? And I was like, I don't, and and you know what the other thing is? I don't even really know what that means or how it works. I get the feeling it's bad, but also, if the heat is gonna exist, would it not be better for the environment to use the heat for something productive? And that was my question as well. And you know what this comes back to is us discussing science, which Mm. we were told, Mm -hmm. actually, people love us discussing science. Um, Which I think, by the way, is bullying. I think you guys are being mean to us. I do (laughs) like talking about science, but I I don't know anything about it. No, no, no. I think they meant it. I think they really like hearing us talk about (laughs) science because I think we really bring a new, fresh Mm. perspective to it that they have never heard before. That's true. And how could anyone have ever heard it before? But this nonsense. It's kind of full circle because when we first discussed your bathhouse first date was when we did that episode before we started doing the podcast together where it was like you, me and Julia just chatting on a little um, late night drive episode. And then like a couple weeks Mm -hmm. later, we we decided to joint our sleigh. And here we are. It was heated by crypto mining, the perfect cherry on the cake, everything that's meant to be will mm-hmm. be. Everything's sort of coming together. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really know how it works. I Can I be so for I don't understand how um, oh, mining. Big, yeah, in general. Yeah. I don't know. Right. So no. you're mining like a fake <laughs> currency on the computer that's made up and fake. So how does it generate heat? How is it bad for the environment? It's like really bad for the environment somehow. I just don't get it since it's not real. I've also, 
I feel tried to figure this out. Like I've looked up what mm. this even mm-hmm. means, and it still doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, I guess my laptop gets really hot when I run Sims Four. So is that could that could they do Sims Four to heat the 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 bathhouse? And these are the questions that no one's asking. No, they and they're afraid be. to, and they're scared. They're, they're afraid so to. terrified. They're so scared. And you know, I think the real truth is that nobody knows what crypto mining is, and nobody really understands it. They just pretend that they do, and we're the only people brave enough to come out and say that we don't mm-hmm. fucking know what it is or how it happens. One of my favorite tweets of the year was when someone was like, all of the um, crypto guys and NFT guys have moved into the AI, AI guys. Like, they're all the same people. They're just, like, finding are. the next thing for themselves. Oh, my God. Speaking of AI, bathtub, bathtub bathhouse <laughs> guy loves fucking loves AI, uses it for everything. All of his he Instagram would. stories are like, well, he like talking to him is like talking to ChatGPT. So it kind of makes sense for him, I guess. Like it wouldn't make sense for me, but for him, <laughs> like I see it. But all of his stories are like, ChatGPT, um, what would I, give me options of what I could wear to a blank themed party. And then what? chat writes it out. I'm like, let me just step up for ellie real quick and say she never intellectually liked him okay this was just a funsies thing i i want to step up for my girl real quick i don't think he's a look i have nothing but nice things to say like i can make fun of him a little bit but i think he's an overall good dude um and i had fun Mm. but yeah the chat gpt thing is is so on the nose i think he put you through physical trials Really, I I actually think about how bad that that was like maybe the worst I have ever felt in my like I've had physical pain. Okay, totally. Uh, you know, I've had surgery. I've had emotional pain. Mm. No, this was the worst <laughs> feeling. The worst feeling, and it was all three at the same time. Oh, um, horrible. You know, go back to the archives if you're confused about what we're talking about. It's really like. Mm-hmm. One of our, our first episodes together, but that's <laughs> it was. that's why he would. You know, the, it is good for um, it can put together like a little itinerary if you're visiting somewhere. Sometimes, like if you're like, I need oh, help way. doing a one day trip to Catalina Island, and then you can be like, I don't want to do the golf carts, and it'll like redo. It. You know, it, it's it's got okay, some love that. Some, and then you can ask it to tell you like in the voice of Scooby Doo. And then it'll write like rut row getting to Catalina <laughs> Island. <laughs> no, the thing about um hot tub guy is that like a I think girlies are allowed to have a silly goofy little date. Like I think you're allowed to as long as you're not getting hurt, just d- date someone who's completely wrong for you. Because like why not? You're only young once. But secondly, I want him to. <laughs> he's going to uh, Paris in the fall and i think he should take me with him why would you go to fucking paris with this man this man's a freak why not you don't even Name like one him. reason why not he's you doing he's speaking he's getting a free trip so he, the, the idea is he would pay for my my plane ticket he doesn't know this by the way i know you will catch feelings for him oh yeah but i think i'd be really <laughs> proud watching him like give a ted talk you know just because like i i've known him for so long now Stop. but um <laughs> Anyway, I do think men should take me to Paris, like, in general. I think someone else should take you to Paris, for sure. 
absolutely. <laughs> I would just Not like this to be taken somewhere. Of a man. <laughs> like you can take me to Atlantic City. Like I just need to get. I need a man to buy my plane ticket somewhere. Like I'm over this. That's like the the dream for me in relationships. Atlantic City. <laughs> no, just I really want to travel with someone that I like. I know. I just think like the the pinnacle of travel is traveling with like. A, a someone you that you love you know like mm-hmm. you could split everything and you have like romantic cool little bungalows and snuggly getaways and like you guys just have cute couples things and do cute couples things and massages and it's my dream i've never done that that's so sad yeah, for me either <laughs> me too we deserve that like we really do yeah, um, I am kind of dating again, in theory. <laughs> I'm, like, not even blinking at the, like, I'm happy. For you. Like, I'm, you have to, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm happy that you're even exploring. But, like, you're not dating. Okay, let me, let me present the facts. <laughs> One, uh-huh. I made, right. I downloaded a dating app. Two, I followed uh-huh. someone on Instagram from said dating app. Three, I gave okay. someone my Three. number. Okay. And? Um, I'm, could, I, I'm probably gonna <laughs> cut up all communication. <laughs> See, this is why I can't get too excited. I like, I just, you're so close. Like, you're on the precipice. You just need to go. Just do it. Yeah. No, that's what I'm, but this is steps. This is big steps. This is in the direction mm-hmm. that everyone has been cheering for. Um, I'm like, I'm just so open. <laughs> yeah. But then it's like, what if they ask to hang out? Uh-oh. <laughs> See, and this is this is where we get into a problem. And my question is, mm-hmm. what is, why don't you want to hang out? You know, what would be the thoughts that come up in your head that scare you about hanging out with somebody in a dating scenario? Now, it's just getting too real. It's just getting too serious. It's, it's too serious to just see them in person. Mm-hmm. Because now, right. now, now, in order to like to slow things down, I'm gonna have to like end it probably, and then uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just never let. I don't know. We'll we'll, fi- we'll we're working on it. No, no, I'm like keep follow following that train of thought. So you hang out with somebody one time, it's not great. Do you think that you have to? Is the fear that you would have to? break up with them my fear isn't even that hanging out wouldn't be great my fear Mm -hmm. is that it would go well and then I'd have to keep hanging out with them and then I would have to maybe like start uh, like (laughs) you know what's so funny is I have had a secure attachment style for a while and I think it's getting avoidant like over the last two it's gotten bad which is weird because mm-hmm. that's not like what my soul has been for most of my life if anything I used to lean like over attached a little anxious yeah stay back I don't want this like, yeah I just think it's important like when you're feeling dating anxieties to just say them out loud because sometimes I say them and I'm like I feel like I'm that sounds silly when I say it out loud, but in your head it can get built up. I'm not saying what you said was silly. I understand how you feel. No, it was silly. Um, I know it's silly. The, th- the yeah. I, I know it's ridiculous, um, but I just can't see. Like, there's no, 
the reason that I don't want to date is because I don't want to have to deal with anybody that much. Mm-hmm. I think but, maybe you feel like you feel safe alone. Yeah. And I just feel like I don't, I don't know. I want to, every time I meet someone, I very quickly will like see them do one thing and I'm like, well, my soulmate wouldn't do that. That's embarrassing. <laughs> and then I stop talking to them. Okay. Yeah. That is something we maybe want to work on. There's a difference between being discerning and maybe shutting yourself off from everybody for a reason. Yeah, but like, where's like, what about maybe I should just be waiting for my soulmate? <laughs> yeah, but your soulmate isn't just gonna like walk up to you and tell you they're your soulmate. That's crazy that they're not gonna do that, in my opinion. <laughs> I know, and I really believe that they should. I think that'd be slay if I didn't have to actually go out and do anything about it. But you have to be an active participant in your own love life. Yeah, we'll think about it. We'll, fi- well, we are doing it. We are doing it, and we're out here. Yeah, you've you've already done the hardest part. Um, Starting. You started. Yeah. I am open to having conversations. That's where I'm at. <laughs> okay. I, You know what? Slay. And I support you with your conversations. If anyone is interested in having a conversation. I'm kidding. <laughs> Especially if you live in a different continent. That would be oh my way God. more comforting to me. Oh, my God. Because then, if I've been talking to someone for no. many months and they're on a different Mm-mm. continent, then I'll want to no. see them. It's true. I'll want to see them in real life after that. But, okay. I don't know. I don't know. We have to maybe talk to a therapist about it. Um, yeah. That could be fun. <laughs> the No Hard Feelings movie was good. <laughs> yeah. How have you not yeah, seen I it? Yeah, it looks good. Because I just don't really go to movies. Ugh. I know that that's, like, a thing. You love to go to movies. I do love to go. I stopped going for a while because um, yeah. that was like my thing with Matt. But I need to live my life and not be so much of a hermit, fearing everything. I I had like some live PTSD life, walking hey. into the theater, though, because we went to like that movie theater two times the week he died, like probably once the oh. two days before he died and yeah. like went there a lot before that, obviously. And I was like, oh, my God, what if, like, I go to this theater and now something happens to Chrissy? Or, like, what what if, I I don't know, it was, like... Magical thinking. Totally just very, like, ridiculous. No, that's... I totally hear you, though. That's, (laughs) that's, like, a whole thing. Also, my brain does that. There's this, like... I mean, okay, there are ways that you can think that are, like, OCD thought patterns. That doesn't mean that you have OCD. But, like, Mm -hmm. magical thinking is one of those things where you're, like... If I wear this shirt, you know, if I wear this shirt, some, someone's going to get um, a plane's going to fall out of the sky. So I can't wear the shirt today. And, you know, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But your brain is kind of like magical thinking. You're going to make it happen just by thinking about it. Right. You I, about it. Sometimes I'm like, why did these bitches have to tell me about manifestation? Because now I'm scared of my own no. thoughts. Here's the thing. You can only manifest positive things. Oh, well, that's beautiful. Sorry, that's beautiful. No, that's that's something that I like have to tell myself because I'm insane. Like I have OCD. Magical thinking is a bad thing. I cannot think that I can manifest bad things. Otherwise, I'll be like, oh, my God, every natural disaster that occurs. I'm like, fuck, it's because I had that sandwich when I wasn't supposed to. Like Um, every time I'm on a plane, I'm like prepared to be dead. I know. (laughs) Every time I get on a plane, I'm like, don't think about it. Do not think about getting in a crash or you will like I'm like sitting there looking out the window all like solemn in my head like this is probably the last moment for me. Love like, being this here. Is the last every time I leave a friend or my family or anywhere, I think 
What is the last time they see me? Like, just give them a little hug and say you love them. That's why we always say I love you. I love you. Why are you not on threads? Because I'm just not interested. Look, I'm sure it'll be fun eventually, maybe, or maybe not. And I just don't want to invest my time and energy into something yet. I didn't get on Instagram for a while either. Like, everybody already was well into Instagram by the time I got one. Like, I didn't until my senior year of high school. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I, I think it's fun. I think it's cute. I like not having to see all the Twitter blue replies at the top of every tweet <laughs> and, like, I like the drama of it all. Like, I like that they're kind of, the girls are fighting. (laughs) The girls are fighting. (laughs) I want it to, like, become more of a thing. Um, But it is odd because it's, like, all of the the Instagram people have the most followers on it, which is, like, okay. Like, that's a little hurtful. And, like, you're big on Instagram for a re like... You're not big on, you know, like, I'm sorry. Like, I was interested in thoughts from people who, you know, are on Instagram. I would watch reels and I don't. Well, reels are like a lot of people who do reels are just as funny on like spoken or like written stuff, in my opinion. Um, It's just like, okay, rude that all like because this was my thing. But now I guess it's yours. (laughs) I also just like don't like I don't know I don't really follow anybody from my real life on Twitter and like I don't because I don't care about what they mm-hmm. have to say and I don't want to see it on threads I, I really like I'm happy to see like when somebody I went to college with like got engaged or something I really don't want I really don't care to see your little daily thoughts I don't. And you don't care to see mine. That's why we don't follow each other on anywhere other than Instagram where you can just do like a little double tap like, oh, I wonder what she's up to. Oh, well, you don't have to follow all the same people on threads. You can you follow whoever you want. It doesn't like automatically. You can automatically sync them, but you don't have to. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, you've been on your period for a month. Yeah, it fucking sucks. Oh, excuse me. Um, yeah. Not, like, every single day for a month, but, like, every, like, three days I, like, get my period again. It's so fucking annoying. I think How? it's the iron. Oh. Um, but it has been awful. I've been, like, bloated, unbloated, bloated, unbloated. Cramps, no cramps. Cramps, no cramps. Breaking out, not breaking out. Like, it's insane. Because usually at least I have, like, a good two weeks of every month where I feel normal. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, my emotions are fine. I feel like I'm not bloated. I'm not like retaining water. I feel good. My skin's clear. Like I'm feeling normal. I'm not in pain. And then I have like a week and a half to sometimes two weeks that are not as good. You've always been very affected by periods. Like our whole friendship, you've been like very like, I I don't feel, well, I don't have periods anymore because I just take birth control every day. But I never felt that different when I was on my period like I usually felt Mm. about the same all the time and I remember you always like having pretty severe effects from it yeah like well I dealt with PMDD for a while without knowing that that's what it was wait what's that um premenstrual dysphoric disorder and I've talked about it a little on the podcast and I actually was quoted in an article about it one time But yeah, I think a lot of women think that their periods are normal because it's their period and it's how it's been their entire life. Mm -hmm. And also like we don't really talk about periods um, super openly, especially not, you know, not when you're younger, you know, you don't you don't know that like 
it's not supposed to be that hard. Right. You know, you're not supposed to have cramps that keep you home from school. And you're not supposed to um, really genuinely feel like you're suicidal a week out of every month and then feel back to normal the next week like that's Mm -hmm. those are obviously extremes but like it just it's not supposed to be so intense Uh, and if it is that intense for you or you literally feel like you live and die based on whether you're on your period and like where your cycle's at Mm -hmm. um, and your moods and your body really spikes or maybe you have a really long flow or something like that like you might have premenstrual dysphoric disorder or some other kind of um, menstrual disorder uh endometriosis something like that just because like it's really it's an unpleasant thing but it's not supposed to be so debilitating do you take something for that now and yeah antidepressants really oh, really help okay mm, just to like regulate like regulate it a little bit that makes sense um, obviously i still get i mean i still get mood swings like i'm pmsing purity like all month this month i've been like uh, crying one day and find the next and anxious one day like oh my god today I like had this wave of anxiousness for like an hour where I was just like everybody hates me and I'm gonna be destitute and lose all my money and like whatever like just really had like a moment where I was like what the fuck am I t- like what is going on and then I realized oh I'm bleeding again that'll do it well I will always love you no matter I what I love you and um, you can always tell yourself that because it will always be true. <laughs> um, there was one thing that we briefly talked about in last week's episode that I feel sad about losing. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's the hot, the hot dog competitions. <laughs> so I had tweeted about um, how I watched the Joey, Joey Chestnut eating hot dogs. Right, Joey um, Chestnut. I was so Joey sad Chestnut. that the Joey Chestnut lore was gone. Because that's really important. I didn't know. I've never seen the hot dog eating contest. And it was disgusting. And Mm -hmm. also sort of an incredible feat of nature. This man's record is 76 hot dogs in 10 minutes. Okay. That's despicable. Although, Mm -hmm. you know, I was at dinner with my parents on Saturday night. And I realized what I could probably do, I could probably eat like five pounds of edamame. Okay. Like I really feel like I could do it. (laughs) But isn't edamame, you like, you take the little, it's like very tiny peas that you take out of a bigger thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I could do it. One of the guys said that he'd eaten 20 pounds of ramen noodles. Ugh. Like, these people are crazy. They're yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. And, and I can't believe that it's like a year-round multiple food. Like, this is like right. a whole thing. Right. This is like a whole world. It's a Competitive eating. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't. Yeah. Um, and Michaela, I think what you had said was that you didn't know about the buns. Right, 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 right. Oh, God. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. I'm not ready to hear this again. Yeah, the buns. So I'll say it as least disgusting as possible. Okay. But yeah, you know, they they have to eat the hot dog and the bun for it to count. It can't just be plain beef frank, okay? It has to be hot dog and bun together. Um, so what they do is they dip <laughs> the hot dog they dip the hot dog in some kind of liquid. It can be water. I think one guy was using Gatorade, which is disgusting. And essentially what it does is sort of smush and disintegrate the bun so that it's it's sort of already broken down. So it doesn't, it's not dry. It doesn't get let's stuck move in your throat. On. I hear you. And mm-hmm. let's move because, oh my God, I don't know why I'm like feeling very, no, like I have a very weak vile. stomach right now. Um, yeah, that's. If you actually ooh. watched it, you would vomit. It's disgusting. I can't believe you watched it. Late Night Drive with Ellie and Michaela is brought to you by BetterHelp. 
Um, so I love therapy. I have always been a huge advocate for therapy. I've been seeing my therapist for, gosh, going on six years now. So she's basically like a homie, less of a therapist, more of a pal. Just kidding. She actually is really, really good at her job. And I have benefited immensely from therapy. I literally feel like I wouldn't be the woman that I am today if I didn't have therapy as a resource. I think it's so good to help you work through not only like your daily problems and you know your work issues or your friend issues your relationship issues but also like work through things that have been patterns in your life that maybe you've identified but don't really know how to fix or things like phobias, anxieties, things that you feel like you have a lack of control over. Therapy can be really helpful in making you feel like you do actually have control because you have more control than you think that you do but I know that it is not easy for everybody to access therapy and that's why I love today's sponsor BetterHelp because uh, I mean there are states in America even where there's like two therapists that take insurance you know like it's really really important to have access to mental health and not everybody does and BetterHelp makes it super super easy if you're thinking of starting therapy give it a try it is entirely online it's designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge so get it off your chest whatever it is with BetterHelp <laughs> Visit betterhelp.com slash LND today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LND. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How did you watch that? I watched it like this. Ooh, like, um, my whole family was going, oh. <laughs> did you know Joe Rogan used to host Fear Factor? Oh. Speaking of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because. Can that, you believe? Because that one time when I tweeted, who the fuck is Joe Rogan? And then someone listed off everything and I was like, who asked? <laughs> <laughs> not me. Yeah, I, I didn't know that he was the same guy. It's crazy. I, I never watched Fear Factor. Fear Factor. No, not um, after that 20 minute intermission about the fucking bug on your ground. <laughs> Stop. Please, not back to that. But you said it. <laughs> I think we're safe, but it's hard to tell. You're safe. You're very much safe. Um, we had a fly infestation this week. I think like a pregnant fly Ugh. got in. Luckily, yeah, they so were good. all like hanging out near the curtains at the front. And I sprayed them, vacuumed them up, put the vacuum outside. We fly. seem to be past the worst of it. I have to say, I really impressed Chrissy, I think, with my um, abilities <laughs> vacuuming up those flies. Like, she she clapped, and I was I felt really, like, masculine and strong. Yeah. <laughs> that's, like, really, that's, that's daddy energy, for sure. I also felt that way putting together your chair, I will say. <laughs> when, you, when you pushed the wheels in? Because you were there for 10 I minutes saying you couldn't get figure it out. In. And then I said, because don't worry, sweetie. it was really sweetie. hard. Let, let me come help. <laughs> There's a video out there. Do not ever post it because I look vile. But you looked adorable. I'm, 
using a you like post a the worst photo. You put you you take the sneakiest little awful pictures of me and put it on your story without saying a little word. And then I That's look later. I think you always look beautiful. I'm sorry. No, no, it is it is dark and sinister. The things that I have seen I'm on your story of me. I'm not apologize for <laughs> always thinking that you're beautiful. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, you like just you just really put my chair. Yeah. To- pieces yeah i could not get those wheels in Mm-mm. yeah and everyone just think about that michaela's really good with her michaela's really strong but you know what ellie did is she put together a kitchen island that was so impressive you know why that was so impressive to me is because very early in the morning you post a story getting started sun up and then <laughs> you post a story sundown completely dark and you're like i've done it and i was like she was at that shit <laughs> from dusk till dawn <laughs> Listen, it's really hard, but I get I get a crazy like one of my um it's like a good thing, but it's also a flaw, you know, like one of those kind of traits I have mm-hmm. is that I, I am very stubborn. Like when I want to do something, I'm going to do it because I get really frustrated if I can't do it because it's like what well, I want to do it. You know, I want it done. So I got it done and then I like couldn't move my arms for like three days. <laughs> Was it like, was it like physically taxing? It was, yes. It, it was heavy. Oh, it's, okay. It's big. There And there's this big giant butcher block of like wood that mm-hmm. had to go on the top. Oh, wow. And lifting, lifting the butcher block. I'm so glad nobody saw me actually because like it, there was no way it looked anything like it should have. Like I was like crying. Mm-hmm. You're very brave. You're very brave. And everybody's been I saying am. that about you. Really? Should we t- should we talk about speak now? Speaking of how brave I am, <laughs> I stayed up so late to listen. Just kidding. I didn't realize it. Okay, it's like I live in Eastern Standard Time, right? So whenever she puts out an album at midnight, it's at midnight my time. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, speak now comes out at midnight. Didn't even think about the fact I wasn't in Eastern Standard Time. I was Whoa. in Chicago. Came out at eleven. I was like, oh. what a little treat. <laughs> What a little tree. I'm going to be in bed early. Like, it was fucking lovely. But even so, I was, I'm old and I'm tired. And I only stayed up to listen to the vault songs and a couple others. And then I went to sleep. But um, Speak Now, re-record. Speak Now has always been near and dear to my heart. Many of you know this. Many of you are aware of this. And I will talk more in depth about this on Twitch. But um, yeah, I fucking love the album. I think it's really weird hearing some of it in her like grown-up voice. Mm-hmm. Um and it really really works on some of the songs. Like it works when you hear innocent in her grown-up voice because then it feels like she's singing to herself 32 and still growing up now um as opposed to having it be about some fucking guy. Um mm-hmm. and Never Grow Up also is really tough to listen to in her grown-up voice. I love that song. It's such a beautiful song. Mean, I will say, is the, the one song that I was a little bit like, I don't know, like I miss her little baby voice because in a way, like someday I'll be living in a big old city. All you're ever going to be is mean. Like she's singing to somebody who's looking down on her. But the problem is that now she's Taylor Swift. Like she was Taylor Swift then, but she's like really Taylor Swift now. And like it just seems a little bit like silly of her. Right. To like one day, sli- like you're going to be the first billionaire like, off of music. Are. Like, you're living in that big old city, baby. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Getting all of those uh, fees for leaving your trash out. <laughs> and you know that was Maddie Healy. Like, you just know <laughs> that was his nasty ass trash. Um, maybe it was just all of Joe's stuff. She just threw it on the curb. 
I, um, I was confused because yeah. I said cigarettes, and I'm like, she does not smoke cigarettes, does she? Definitely not. I mean, she's a singer. I mean, maybe she does. I don't know. So so speak now. Yeah, I'm really happy, and I think the vault tracks are really good. The only one I, I don't really listen to is Castle's Crumbling, which is sad because I love Haley Williams. I really like the melody, but it's a little slow for me, mm-hmm. um, so I, I, I tend not to listen to it. But every other song, I'm like, slay. Um, I Can See You is ridiculous it's so good um foolish one like she wrote that about me so there's that and then timeless i think is just adorable like i want to have that kind of love as well and that's very classic speak now taylor swift so yeah i don't know i'm really happy i hope you guys are really happy too yeah tune into ellie's twitch because she will definitely be going off all the way on (laughs) on there you do it did you taylor talk on tuesdays or yeah, so yeah, whenever I do Taylor news, I do it on Tuesdays. So the only other thing I wanted to say is just like if you're feeling a little funky, if you're feeling a little down before our main like things, before our main roadside attraction slash topic. Right, right. If you're feeling a little funky, you're feeling a little down, if you're feeling spooky, I don't know, you're just not feeling yourself, just remember there's a Mercury retrograde right now, which always makes things a little funky. Communication becomes difficult. Technology starts working weird. <laughs> things just are, just are a little funky. Also, we are um, in a full moon period, the buck moon. Don't know what that means, but I guess it's a whole thing. And then also, okay, apparently Mars is conjunct something else. I don't know. But basically, the the philosophers, the astrologists are saying that whatever was happening to you in 2015, like themes from that time are going to come up now um, and come up for you again. (laughs) Yeah. Like I was like, oh, you mean the worst three months of my life? I got cheated on, pregnant, had an abortion. Um, (laughs) It's only three months, though. It's it's. Uh, July, August, September Uh, of 2015. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Anyways, whatever was going on for you in that time, you know, just look out for those themes. I'm not saying they're going to happen again because if they do, I will (laughs) jump off a bridge. But um, I'm interested to see the ways in which it um, manifests in my life, you know? Maybe I should not be dating right now. Well, I'm not going to get pregnant. (laughs) Like... (laughs) No, literally, as that was coming out of my mouth, I was like, okay. I was like, um, play queen. Anyway, um, we have our anyways. roadside attraction is really something that we are excited to chat about, um, passionate about, and I think we've got a lot to say, so it's going to be also the topic, main main topic for the episode. So are you ready to pull over? Before we pull over, as we pull over, I do just want to give a little, little baby trigger warning. Um, you know, we're going to be talking a little bit about abusive relationships. Um, and so if that is something that is hard for you to listen to, maybe this is where you pull over and, and take the exit. But if not, keep on listening. Jonah Hill, when I find you. (laughs) Jonah Um, Hill, when I see you. The way that I, he was my, you know. No. He saved Kanye from Nazism for a second. Oh my God, wait, he did me. He um, did. It's tough. It's this, tough out here. This one's for all my women who are in unstable places and wild recent from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or coffee or something respectful. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Okay, so if you didn't see on this on Twitter or Instagram, mm-hmm. um, Jonah Hill's now ex girlfriend Sarah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sarah, Sarah Brady. 
Sarah Brady, sorry. She's a professional surfer, surf instructor. Mm-hmm. Um, and she posted his <laughs> like texts that he had sent her. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were crazy. Mm-hmm. And he was basically telling her, you know, he was just being really controlling and he was telling her she couldn't um, post pictures of her in a bathing suit. Mind you, she's a swim instructor. Uh, <laughs> or a surf instructor. <laughs> like, she, I don't think... She, I think she's like a professional... Like, I think she does competitions and she, like, models yeah. for surfing and, like, right. her mm-hmm. surfing content is how she works. I think she might also, like, be getting mm-hmm. a PhD or something. I think she's also doing, like, some kind of schooling as well. Um, but, like, this was the content that he originally responded to, that he originally, like, found her of from, course. messaged her about, like, said was so attractive. Um, I want to be very clear because for some reason this discourse seems to be making people lose their minds. Like so many people are defending this. Like, and even someone who DM'd us about this was like, no, you should watch this person's stories about it. It shows like the other side. Um, What other side? But here, here, basically, I'm going to be very fucking clear about, (laughs) okay, is that the thing that I think people are getting tripped up on the most yeah, is the misuse of the idea of boundaries. Right, right. Because he is fooling all of you as well by what he is using therapy talk to accomplish. And I think that that's like a big part of this is this whole idea of like feminist claiming leftist or however you want to put it type men um, who really present as like being progressive and then using their therapist as a weapon and a tool in order to like control you um, which been there um, who among us (laughs) and one of the other screenshots that like she shared was how um, he like brought her to couples therapy with his therapist and the therapist was like just use the word pineapple as a safe word when he's yelling at you and like if a guy approaches you when you're on your swim board swim away and like tell them you're about to go see your boyfriend and like the therapist said that like he used his therapist to say that and he just came out I guess with a documentary about his therapist which I think also Mm -hmm. was part of why she was like "Mm, this is kind of stupid like this is crazy (laughs) Love a my therapist said <laughs> text. <laughs> it's just like, okay, well, you know, because fucking my ex used to pull that shit. I'm not at all saying in any way my ex was like this because he wasn't. No. But he would occasionally, because he's a man, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> weaponize therapy language. And it was always really frustrating for me because I was like, you're using this like therapy speak to make it seem like you're like really rational and level-headed about this when really what you're saying is fucking ridiculous yeah and I have to say I was in this exact relationship like word for word Mm -hmm. I have had all those conversations and it's like okay so for me I at first was very open to um receiving like notes on hey this makes me insecure like when you post photos like that that makes me insecure because I was like oh he was like cheated on in his last relationship and he's really insecure but like you know once we've been together for a while and like he sees that I'm not gonna do anything like that he'll feel more secure and he'll like chill out and he'll stop telling me to do stuff like that um (laughs) he (laughs) He, he got me to like drop out of sketch writing classes because someone in the sketch writing class had a sexual 
like story and they read it and I was in the room and it, it's like it's crazy because it isn't presented as this like super aggressive like um I don't know just like the way you expect those bad things to be said to you it comes off as like I know I'm crazy, but like I can't really be with you if you're going to keep doing stuff like this because it just makes me so like sad and stressed out and you just get confused. You get like so, so mixed up in your head about it. You're like, oh, no. Well, and that's like, the whole point. That's why it's mm-hmm. manipulation. And that's why people but aren't getting it. Right. People have pointed out too that like the the thing that men, I, there are people on Twitter, not just men, sorry, but mm-hmm. like people misunderstanding this on Twitter are saying well, like, that's what he's saying, that he would he would walk away if she didn't stop doing those things. So she made a choice. But it's like, you're not what you're not yeah. understanding is he's not actually he wouldn't have walked away. He would have found something new, mm-hmm. you know, like he's not he's looking for ways to continue to restrict your life. He's looking for ways to continue to impose his desires onto you. It's also just the same thing you could say of literally any abusive relationship. Like, obviously, people should walk away when they're being treated badly or being, like, abused at whatever level that abuse is presenting itself. But, like, that isn't how it works. Like, I feel as though we're going backwards in a way where people don't understand. Like recently I've been seeing posts on Twitter where girls will talk about like this awful thing that their ex did. And then people in the quote tweets are like, date someone you like or like, why are you dating awful people? And oh, please, that's been happening as long as we've been talking. I know, about but I feel like it's almost like also being done in a new way as like a resistance to the fact that girls are now talking about like how they've dated mm. shitty guys more often. Like, I, I feel like there was this um, surge in girls being like, oh my God, yeah, my ex did horrible things too. My ex did horrible things. And now in like response to that, people are like, okay, I'm sick of girls talking about how like their ex is so shitty. Like, why'd you date him then? You know? And it, this yeah, is another example it's your of fault. that. It's like, well, actually, if all of our stories are shitty, mm-hmm. <laughs> surely we can't be the common denominator. And it's um, like your boundaries... If it's mm-hmm. based on an insecurity, like your boundary can't be what someone else wears. And also if it's because you're so insecure about yourself, you should be the one working on it. Like not your partner should be like, and like, again, I'm so fine with making like moderate adjustments just because, I don't know. I feel like this is coming out wrong because I don't mean like I'm not, not going not. to like post in he made me delete a photo in a tank top mind you so like he wouldn't <laughs> let you wear oh my god i love that <laughs> fucking man but no i i think it's important to keep in mind boundaries are for you right. not for the person that you are like having this boundary with using the word boundaries just for things that aren't like they don't qualify Basically, you can't say my boundaries is you not posting pictures. You can say, yeah, right. I mean, you could say like my boundary is you not thirst following a bunch of guys on Instagram. I would be like, okay, I could see how that would bother you. But like my clothes, my like what I wear that like I've always worn that like you liked me for. You liked me for in the beginning. Like that doesn't make any sense. It's like 
a boundary is is not always walking away, but like it's your action and Mm -hmm. your choice and what you are going to do with that boundary because you need to protect yourself, not forcing other people to behave a certain way so that you can go on behaving the way that you're behaving. One of the things that people are saying like she shouldn't have done is like share those messages because they're private or they're saying like he's moved on recently so she's just doing it because she's bitter, which is just like Mm. so funny classic like way of talking about women when they speak out about abuse like I don't know I one of our followers told me to go look at this page that was like I guess debunking her stuff by saying all these things and like one of the messages was him saying like how he wants to start a family I guess and she didn't like her focus was her career and they were like it's actually because he wanted kids and like she didn't want kids so so now him telling her like what to wear and to like not speak right. to men like isn't valid because he wanted kids also like it doesn't make sense like people will find something so random and unattached to the issue I feel like to invalidate it and I I mean yeah I don't know I guess I personally feel uncomfortable sharing messages like that publicly with people um mm-hmm. but that's not because I think it would be wrong for me to do. I don't know. No, because it, it's always like um, it's like when your ex does something really horrible mm-hmm. and then you say what it is that he did that was horrible and all of a sudden you're actually the one that's horrible. Right. It's like that's not really like maybe you shouldn't have done the horrible thing. If you didn't want someone to know that you did the horrible thing. Like, why are we not looking at it from the perspective of like, you made your bed, you should lie in it, Mm -hmm. you know? Oh, like he can't be publicly embarrassed just because you, you personally humiliated her. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. know. I think like a lot of these guys use the tactic of like convincing their girlfriend that they're not relationship material because of the the things that they're doing and they're going to start pulling away because they're acting like someone that wouldn't be worthy of like a significant partner like that's definitely how I was treated but this man met me mind you when I was doing bottle service and (laughs) like I was literally in college and I was promoting and he messaged me multiple times before I started talking to him and like knew all this about me And it's just, like, I don't think people get that, like, it's not a matter of, oh, I'm just not comfortable dating someone like that. It's, like, then just go find a librarian. Like, why did you seek me out and, like, wait until we were a year deep into Mm -hmm. this situationship Mm -hmm. to tell me, like, I'm not a lady enough? I don't know. Like, (laughs) I know. I know. Well, it's, like, why? It's, like, it's, like, they don't actually want you know a, a quiet subservient like mm-hmm. quote-unquote perfect woman they, they just want to dominate take, you yeah they just want to make you less than them like mm-hmm. you know at, at any cost you know like and it just it can manifest in so many ways like this the Jonah Hill thing is obviously on one of the more extreme ends of sort of like not super extreme but you know like bad. Yeah. it's bad that's controlling that's bad but like I think even I honestly think if you're a woman who's dated a man you know the feeling of when they're I, jealous yeah. of you, you know? 
I think that this is so common. I feel like a mm-hmm. lot of people who are acting like this isn't bad might just be because they're in a situation like this literally right at the moment. Because if I had seen these oh two years ago, I mean, I knew that it was bad, but I I probably yeah, would have been a little bit more in denial. I feel like I did tell you when he made me delete that photo in the tank top. Did I not? No. Oh. You didn't tell me till after. And I was like. <laughs> did I send you the messages though? Hunt him down. Yeah, but not till again after. Oh, and then like the other account tried to post um, her messages of being like, I was fine with you like kissing a beautiful woman for your career. So why aren't you like fine with this? And I feel like and sorry, they were trying to act like she was also crazy because she said that. But I had that exact same conversation, (laughs) too, because I was like, listen, I'll be so understanding with like the things that make you insecure as long as it's not one sided. Like if this is just how you are then you have to also be like that. So I like listed stuff he did that was like the same as me post like you do this, mm-hmm. you wear this, you like post these kinds of things. Like why why don't you see that it's okay? And he's like, oh my God, you're being crazy for pointing out those things. <laughs> I was like Oh, I was like, it's actually also mm, it's also a little funny because some guys on Twitter are like, um, that's not abusive at all. I do that with every girl I date. It's like <laughs> You see that on Twitter? You find that man's girlfriend, they run. Yeah, I saw this post that was like, they make themselves the logical sounding party or like they try to pose as the party with like, like you're the crazy one at, in, with using this therapy speak in order to like justify yes. it and like make it sound good. And it works. It really works well. Especially, it really works. Especially on someone who has never experienced that before and has only like experienced mm-hmm. like straight up fuck boy type behavior. Like this is yeah, so disguised. Yeah, when a man starts speaking articulately, you're like, <laughs> maybe I am crazy. <laughs> like... Oh my god! Can I share my fa- one of my favorite tweets? Um, mm-hmm. The Jonah Hill development only bolsters my strong belief that all therapists should have parent-teacher conference type day <laughs> once a year, where their clients, friends, and peers can come in and be like, "So this is how they really act." Oh my god! I've had oh my god. so many people in my life where I was like, I need to tell their therapist the truth. <laughs> like, they go to therapy, but they don't know. They're not learning. They're not growing. They're not trying. No, I know. It's horrible. And one of our Um, followers... Oh, sorry. mm, No, go ahead. One of our followers DM'd us, somewhere along the line, my ex read a self-help book and interpreted something that (laughs) made him think any negative emotion I caused was trauma. The one trauma he always brought up was when I joked about selling feet pics for extra cash. Love, love that. When yeah, there's a, always going to be a, a little part of me that's like mentioned not go to therapy because they don't know how to use it. They don't know how mm-hmm. to do it. Or they should be in group therapy where they can sort of have, hey, hey, that's not how we interpret that. Do you see how he did that? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> we need that. We need like classes for men on how to do therapy because clearly they, and I'm not saying women don't also do this. Women, I'm sure, weaponize therapy as well. But I think for the most part, and then I've had conversations with when they're in therapy. I'm always a little bit like. I know. I, I went through scared. such a phase where I was like, oh, my God, any man in therapy would is probably so amazing and like so wonderful. And then after me and all my friends dated men who were in therapy, I was like, that was the most <laughs> toxic like, thing mm, I've ever experienced. And a lot of like celebrity not. men are 
coming out to loudly support Jonah Hill. Like I saw Devin Booker shared like mm-hmm. I think he isn't he dating Kendall Jenner? Isn't he Kendall Jenner? No, she's most dating Bad boyfriend? Bunny. No, that's she's Kylie. Bunny. Kylie's dating Bad no, Bunny. Kendall is dating Bad oh, Bunny. Oh wait, did she? That's why is that her so many ex? Jokes. It might be. She dated basketball players. I know that, but I don't know any basketball players, so <laughs> it's hard for me to say. Okay, she dated Devin Book. Yeah, she did date Devin Booker, and I think he. I think Bad Bunny wrote some lyrics about him in his song or something like that to like shade him. Anyway, regardless of the point, Bad Bunny, get him again. Get him for me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, look, it just was, it's shocking to read texts like that. And then it's even, it's, it's the, it's the, what's it called? The second arrow. It's like the Mm -hmm. first shock of reading the text and being like, that's fucking horrible. Yeah. And then the second shock of reading the replies that are like, this isn't bad. He just says boundaries. Crazy. Like, what's so wrong about clearly stating your boundaries? Maybe what is wrong is stating them a year after you've started dating and like they're already completely emotionally attached to you and you're just controlling their behavior. Like, how is it not seen as controlling behavior just because it's labeled as boundaries? You know what I mean? Like, if you could just label anything like awful that you do to your partner as boundaries, you get away with it. Is that what we're saying? And like, I'll say this, this is a blanket statement and Mm -hmm. there's nuance, I'm sure, but if you're in a relationship and your partner is ever telling you what you can and can't, shouldn't, shouldn't wear, mm-hmm. um, big old red. It's not going to get better from there. Like that's that's all I'm going to say. Like that it doesn't was my get biggest better mistake is thinking it was that was the worst it would be and it would only get better. Three years later, yeah. did it get better? Nope, it got worse. Uh, yeah, I had a I had a friend recently who just got out of just got out of um, a really bad relationship and she told me well she told me you know in the beginning and I didn't know this at the time but she was like you know he made her start wearing nipple pasties under all of her shirts even when she wore a bra because he didn't want her nipples showing in anything Um, and he like told her that she couldn't that like she had like hooker shoes and she couldn't wear like her heels out hooker and like shoes. things like that and and that she couldn't um that all of her workout clothes were like really skanky and he would never introduce her to his mother because she dresses like that and in, in public and stuff like that so she stopped like wearing leggings when she worked out and things like that and like she told me after she was like I honestly thought you know he's more conservative you know religiously than I I just assumed maybe like yeah it's like a you know, that's just the little thing that he just doesn't like. And I, I don't mind it so much. And I was like, OK, um, it didn't get better from there. It just got worse and worse and, you know, culminated in him telling her, you know, the thing that you really need to know is to just shut the fuck up more. Mm-hmm. Like, you should just shut the fuck up. Uh, like He said that to her. Like, wait, he said that to her. I thought you were saying that about him. Oh, my God. Oh, no, he does need to shut the fuck up. But no, he said that to her and said, you would literally be perfect if you just shut the fuck up. Oh. <gasps> And she's not, he's like, you talk to too many people. You're too fucking friendly. You talk to the bouncers when we're in line. Like, we try to fuck them. Like, he's crazy. And like, it didn't get better. It got worse and Mm -hmm. probably would have gotten even worse from there. Yeah. I had a situation where I was at a Safeway and I was just grocery shopping. And um, the like people, the theft prevention people came up to me and they were like, we just want you to know, like, the guy behind you was taking photos of your ass all day. (gasps) And I texted my now ex, then 
partner about it and he was like oh what shorts were you wearing that was his first response and i was like do you understand how much of like a cliche that is that you just asked me like that was an insane thing to say <laughs> and he was like oh my god i didn't mean it like that but like i was just curious okay <laughs> okay you shut your fucking mouth i was literally wearing sweatpants i was wearing sweatpants well, sweatpants are not of the Lord, Michaela. Well, my ass looks good in sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> Always has. <Yeah. laughs> I cannot believe that. Wow. Um, anyways, if you are ex- you or a loved one are experiencing no, but really, really, if you've if you've experienced this and you, reading these texts has been really hard for you, like I'm sorry. I like I really know how that feels to like see something a lot online, and it's mm-hmm. it's played for jokes a little bit because it is ridiculous but it can still be really triggering for you like I totally see that I get that um I'm sorry if that is you especially the tweets like just invalidating it I feel like that's just Mm -hmm. the worst of it all and like especially this new era of now people coming out in heavier support of a guy once he's (sighs) accused of doing something like this as opposed to like what is that I don't know. Like, it's such a thing now where there's, like, even more support of this person because of something like that than there was before. Like, now he's got stands that probably hated him before, thought he sucked because he was, like, doing his whole feminist thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Now they're like, oh, he hates women? We love him. But my question, though, is and will always be, like, why, why do some men hate the women they date so much like why are you dating women when you clearly fucking hate women and you don't respect them and you don't care about them and you don't you know you want to dominate them and you don't you don't think they have anything valuable to say like why do you date them if you hate them yeah I don't know it's hard like I think in some cases it's a hate thing I think in some cases it's like a like an obsessive like your mind no one else can even look at like i don't i'm not saying that's love i'm not but i i feel like it's i i think what i'm talking about though is like you you've seen it i'm sure on twitter on tiktok Mm -hmm. whatever it's these men with their girlfriends and they just they clearly fucking hate them yeah they will do anything to like make them look stupid or you know like bring them like um the guys that did you see the reddit thread there was like a reddit thread of men who like just fucking lost their minds because their girlfriends had like innocuous hobbies like the guy that sold his his girlfriend was a beekeeper and uh, when she went out of town he sold her bees because he just hated that she had a fucking hobby like it's these things it's like why are you dating someone if you hate them being a person i just don't get it yeah it's it's really a thing like i i don't And I mean, I feel like it's said about women, even like people will always be like, oh, my God, why do you date people you hate? And it's like, well, I did everything I possibly could for them when we were together. But now we are broken (laughs) up. And (laughs) And now I hate them. (laughs) And I was very sad at that time. Yeah. (sighs) Like, I don't know. I just I find it fascinating. Like, why even why do it? Why? If you hate women so much, why date them? Like, it's fascinating to me. I saw a post that was, like, deep down, there's a lot of men who, like, feel um, like they missed out on having that traditional, like, dominance, like, the patriarchal Mm. roles. And so, like, they try to act them out in their private relationships with women, even though, like, 
that might not be how people would assume they would think they are or whatever but like they have this like resentment that they were born in a generation where like they weren't in charge Mm. so like it feels more like a slight I guess when women act like the way that they weren't supposed to or like the way that they weren't Mm. like their mothers don't. This is supposed to be easy for me. Yeah. I'm supposed to be automatically better than you. Mm-hmm. And when you actually have to try to be good at something, you throw pitch a hissy fit. That's why they fucking overturned affirmative action. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. We also <laughs> missed that in our gone. We, we, we want to say fuck the Supreme Court. Um, we're a little mm, late. From the bottom of our hearts. And if anybody wants to do the old fashioned thing. Right. With a little gun. A little, little pew pew pew. <laughs> What are we allowed to say? Kidding, for legal reasons. Um, that's in a video game. In a video game. In a video game. Yeah. Not no, in real no, life. No, no, no. Allegedly in a video game. In Minecraft. Game. Obviously. Yeah. Um, anyways, point is, don't date people that you hate. Uh, and don't. If you find yourself feeling like you want to bring someone down that you love, maybe look inwards. Right. Mm-hmm. I'll never fucking forget. Remember, I wrote a screenplay. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really, I was just kind of doing it for funsies. But my team at UTA was like, this is good. Oh. And um, they had me do edits and then they they like sent it out to some production companies, like for producers to like be read. And it was exciting for me because, oh my God, someone's going to read my work other than my fucking agent. Like, that's crazy. Like, even if nothing happens and I'm, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't have any illusions that something would, but I was excited. And I called my, uh, the person I was dating at the time and I told him what happened. And he was like, well, I wouldn't get your hopes up because, you know, they they read a lot of scripts. He was like, don't get too excited. And you were like, mm, uh, <laughs> okay. not even for like the first day, like not even for a few hours, maybe. Be <laughs> proud of myself. Like I can't get excited for a little while. <laughs> You're not going to say I'm proud of you. Just be like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Even if you are bitter and jealous inside, you could just say. Wow, I'm proud of you. <laughs> and also, like, we are very, like, strong, mm-hmm. like, outspoken women. And people would not expect that we have been in relationships in mm-hmm. which... That we got steamrollered in. Yeah, but... <laughs> but here we were. I don't know. I, I, I think it can happen to anybody that you end up in a relationship that with somebody that wants to make you less. Right. If you and scroll it, it my sucks. Instagram, you can see the clear shift in yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck what that I guy. was posting. Oh my god. I like still. I still struggle I with know. that. Like I still get scared to post a photo of myself that's like at all sexual. Because in my head, I'm like, oh my god, what if my soulmate sees this one day and is like, oh, I don't want to marry her because of that. Well, your soulmate would never say that because they're. Your I soulmate. know, but like, why does that still affect me? That's so stupid. Because it's hard. People can really mess you up. But like, yeah, I was really convinced up. that it was like I needed to become relationship material mm. and like you need to be perfect. If I acted in ways that weren't, I would never be respected in a serious way by a future partner. Yeah. And, and it's just not it's still deep within true. me. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> that inter- internalized shame. Worst thing that can happen to you. Mm. We're gonna mm. we're gonna get past it, y'all. <laughs> we will. Oh my god. We're amazing. And if this has happened to you, 
I'm so sorry. If you feel comfortable sharing your story with us, we'd love to hear them. Mm. Um, yeah. And also, I just want to say with like my chest, like a hearty fuck you to Jonah Hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And look inward to the anyone who was falling for the quick redemption arc campaign. Because like, okay, how can you justify number yeah. one being like, oh, Delete those photos. Oh, you can't talk to men. Um, Even if it's your job, you can't post those photos. And also stop hanging out with your friends. Like, really, how can those things, like, ever just, ever like, no healthy. matter how it's worded and how it's presented and how it's sold, like, you can't say that that's cool. I don't know. That's all I got. You can't. No, mm-hmm. and you're right. And I'm glad you said it. And I'm glad we talked about it. Me too. Shout out, besties. Shout out our exes. <laughs> <laughs> and I, no, I on a, on a if you know note, if you know right. who any of my exes are this might not be about them this could be about anyone i'm for legal reasons this could be anybody don't i don't want to deal with any kind of conversation about my ex <laughs> no and and for what it's worth like i'm you know my ex and exes have all said some silly things to me but you know it was never bad bad so if you know who mm-hmm. it is don't think that they're like some you didn't yeah monster he's, he's not but yeah. you know <laughs> he's just a little insecure as they all are i'm insecure i know what for don't, i know what because for. <laughs> you were not cute in high school and it haunts you still <laughs> okay fun one okay a f- little fun one for you guys shout out to our birthday pigs <laughs> flower turtle and katie Flower-turtle do we want to do a tarot katie. card reading i do but i left them in my bedroom so hold on you do some music. Sing. Okay, I will. The Phantom of the Upper Bright is there inside you. Ah, sing, my angel. Ah, sing, my angel. Oh, that's so embarrassing. Why did I do that? I got way too into it. <laughs> It's been a while since we've had a tarot card reading because we didn't do it on our video episode. We, yeah. We did some IRL tarot card readings after my birthday dinner. It was very iconic and slay. Okay. What's the vibe for the week? What do we need to know, spirit? The five of swords. Okay. The five of swords reversed means peaceful resolutions, communication, and surrendering. Okay. I like that. I like that, especially because we are in Mercury retrograde where communication can be a little bit on the difficult side. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just rem- remembering to keep in mind that communication might be a little difficult right now. But, you know, just be patient, be calm and keep your head on straight and you'll get right through it. I'm ready to peacefully surrender. Yeah, I love to peacefully surrender. Let's peacefully surrender. <laughs> like Nobody right wants to get off their ass and peacefully surrender and peacefully these surrender. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much. Um, wherever you're from, wherever you're going, thanks for being. And you can catch um in the next one. I'm Ellie Schnitt. Bye. <laughs> if you want to follow our, I'm not even dignifying that. If you want to follow our Instagram, it's Late Night Drive Pod. If you want to sub to our Patreon, where we have two full video episodes and plenty of bonuses, probably mm. ten or so at this point. Yeah. Um, and other cool goodies. That's pa- uh, it's Patreon.com/slash Late Night Drive Pod. Thank you again to our flower turtles. Nope. 
thank you again to our birthday pigs, Flower <laughs> Turtle and Katie. I was like, you're right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's true. Um, and we love you guys all so, 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 so much. You make my day every day. I'm so grateful to have each and every one of you. I hope you're having a great week and wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Um, I hope it's a great one. And we will catch you on our very next drive. Whatever you are, whatever you're doing, I hope it's a great one. And we will catch you on our next drive. Thank you for coming to Late Night Drive. We hope you enjoyed the drive. Beautiful. Slay. Late Night Drive with Ellie and Michaela is brought to you by BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. <laughs> Visit BetterHelp.com slash LND today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-N-D.